Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. I don't know why I did that. I felt like going slur mode. Maybe it's because I'm going to talk about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. He recently, or his campaign, as I like to say, recently announced uh, Kamala Harris for his running mate, which he lived up to his very identitarian promise that was not, I'm going to pick someone who compliments me and I think will be a great vice president, um, and and that's the main criteria I'm going by, but he said, no, 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 I need a woman of color so to meet two, two minority standpoints, one woman, two, color, of which you are, uh, that was weird, um, <laughs> And she meets both of those, although it's kind of interesting, she's half Jamaican, half Indian, and so people say she's not a part of the African-American community, which mm, technically is true, I could agree with. Um, So uh, he met that criteria, and even though they were sworn mortal enemies uh, all throughout the primary, and they went at each other, she went at him for his anti-busing record, and also talked about the sexual assault allegations against him and said that she believed those women and but yet here we are we see we see we see people putting their differences aside their minor petty differences aside to come together to try and do something great for this country or as they see it great as i see um destructive and disintegrationist to use ben shapiro's term but today today we're gonna keep it light and fun all right so if you're look if if it feels like i'm attacking your side of the aisle then I just want to let you know that the internet has blown up with hilarious stuff. And yes, I can laugh at myself and my side of the, if you want to say my side of the politics, so silly, so divisive. But for instance, I'm, you know, I'm a Trump supporter. And so it's like, look, I will laugh at the dumb stuff about Trump. And I do. And, but it's, but today, today in light of that pick, we're, we're here, we're here to, we're going to have some fun and laugh at some of the things. Try and, try and be more relaxed, right? Says super serious about politics. I mean, semi-serious, but um, just, I don't know. I've just been sitting back and just laughing, right? Like, even though, even at some, what you could call serious stuff, but it's like, you know what? Sometimes it's best just to kind of step back and just kind of laugh it out a little bit. Enjoy it, um, no matter where you fall. Even if you do support these people, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that we can together laugh at. So let's get to the point of the matter. There are two sites. Yes, two sites. I'd heard about one before, but now with Kamala coming on the scene, there is one for her. They are JoeBiden.info and KamalaHarris.info. These are very much satirical websites, albeit they do present very factual information, and I think it's pretty entertaining. So I'll link the links are in uh, the description, uh, the show notes, whatever you want to call them. The whatever, uh, they're down there. You know where to look. And let's go ahead and and have a look see at what these sites are. So I'll kind of walk you through. And if you're listening, and if you're in a position where you can go to these sites, go to them right now, and we can walk through and laugh together. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with Kamala because hers is 
I think, a little less bad. So <laughs> it leads off with Kamala Harris for arresting the people, which is a funny play on her being a DA. She kept nonviolent criminals in jail to put out forest fires. So this is something that's going around. I was like, oh, wow. Um, means to an end situation, a little Machiavellianism. Basically, uh, federal judges wanted to expand its prisoner release program for nonviolent criminals. She her or her team argued against it. They claimed that releasing them would cause prisoners to lose an important pool of forced labor for putting out California's wildfire for the whopping livable wage of one dollar an hour. Um, she there's been moments where she threatened to put parents in jail for children skipping school, and then she laughed about it. And that's very true. I would play the clip, but I just don't think it's going to translate well. So, but the clip is on there. She opposed DNA testing that might get an innocent black man off death row. <laughs> During her time as California's Attorney General, Kamala Harris refused advanced DNA testing that would likely have cleared Kevin Cooper, a black man accused of murder whose trial was tinged with racism and corruption. Um, I will say this. There are a couple things that uh, I do have slight qualms with, and there's one specifically in Joe Biden's camp, but we'll get to those. Racism and corruption. I think people jump to conclusions there. I don't know the details, though, so I'm not going to speak on it. After the New York Times wrote an expose on the case, wow, can't talk, Kamala Harris suddenly changed her position and came out in favor of the testing. So when you got called out in sunlight, like I've said before, right? Bad ideas need sunlight. The, the big ugly mud monster needs to be put in the sun so everyone can see it for what it is. She defended the death penalty. So this is one of those where it's like, Death penalty, kind of on the fence and a little indifferent about. I haven't fully landed somewhere. Um, it's it, it's just such a sticky subject. So, uh, so we'll just look at this. So, a federal judge in California in 2014 ruled that uh, ruled it unconstitutional. She Kamala appealed it. She claimed the decision undermines the important protections that our courts provide to defendants. Hmm. So. Does she believe that advocating for potential execution of innocent people is a protection? I guess. Not to mention the death penalty disproportionately affects okay affects Black Americans and yeah, but that's a whole that's a whole rabbit hole. Uh, supported civil asset forfeiture to seize property without any charges. So basically, what that means, if you don't know what that means, civil asset for forfeiture. So that's basically like the things you own. So the police can seize money, property, and cars under simple suspicion. Of being used for criminal activity. Suspicion. I I think you're using it for criminal activity, so I'm going to seize it. So without any charges, which charges require, what, a reasonable doubt? Countless innocent people have been robbed under this racket, and police budgets have been funded with the seized property, of course, because they have their auctions. Even those widely disliked and arguably unconstitutional, Kamala, Kamala Harris has publicly supported... It on multiple occasions, she sponsored a bill to allow seizure of profits without charges, and in 2011, she opposed a bill that would have reformed the procedure. Sounds pretty authoritarian to me, doesn't it? Hmm, feels fascist. Well, wait a minute, she's on the left. Oh, wait, this will be another episode. I think fascism is more common on the left than the right, but <clears throat> the true left and the true right, if we want to talk about it that way. Kamala Harris believes accusers of Joe Biden. This was another big one. When asked about Joe Biden, accusers who say touched them inappropriately, she replied, I believe them, and I respect them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. She bought in. I think the analysis of her overall is that she's a true opportunist through and through, meaning that she will pivot in any way, shape, or form and become whatever she needs to be to uh, succeed. And ends justify the means. And so it's like, look, I'm trying to get there. And so I'm going to do this. And the more I'm learning about her literally in the last like 12 hours, because 
a firestorm has been unleashed about just just there's so much out there to criticize her for it's bonkers it's bonkers it feels like it feels like the pendulum is on the opposite side of things um in the sense of how uh all the media came after trump right like and have been coming after trump about like all this bad stuff well it's all coming out for her and it's wicked some of it i don't necessarily agree with like i don't think it's a smart move to do certain things but there's been some crazy stuff like her apparent family heritage of slave ownership on a mass scale is like, wait a minute, hold on. See, in terms of reparations, I feel like if you have definitive traces back to slave ownership, you should, even if you're black, it's like, well, first of all, that's a double whammy. You're black, you're black family owned slave, but I don't know. I don't know the details, but nonetheless, uh, (laughs) She, um, nonetheless, it's like, I, you probably shouldn't be able to receive reparations if you're in that stance, right? Under that logic of reparations, I don't believe it. So, oh my gosh. So here's, and they have merch. So these sites have merch. I think it's all the same, but like there's some Biden ones, but then the best one is Biden Harris. And it's a picture of Harris. And then you she, see hands on her shoulders and Joe Biden with like a little O face leaning over her shoulder says Biden Harris sniffer. So it, in the way they accentuate the letters, you can read it Biden hair sniffer or Biden Harris. And, so, <laughs> and it looks, and he's in a position to be sniffing her hair. Kamala Harris for, Oh yeah, we've seen that. And they have that in different colors. Um, Oh, the rest are about Joe Biden. So that's 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 the Kamala Harris info. If you want to learn a little bit about her, it's clearly going against her and pointing out all the flaws. And I saw I looked up if there was one for Trump and there was not, at least for Donald Trump info. They did tell me the domains up for sale. So if you want to do that yourself, which there'll be plenty of stuff and we can laugh at it. Um, which speaking, you know, I started by saying laughing. That's one of Kamala's favorite things to do. She's laughed in so many weird moments, like talking about subverting the constitution, um, you via the use of the presidency, AKA executive power and executive order to do things that, um, definitely are unconstitutional. And then when she got criticized for it, she said, instead of saying, no, we can't, can't we say yes, we can. Uh, yeah. Within the bounds of how our government works, but if you want to just supersede it and do whatever you want, that's fine, you authoritarian dictator. Oh, yeah, everyone thinks Trump's authoritarian. He's so authoritarian. Everything I'm seeing about her points to authoritarian psychopaths. Sorry, that, that took a weird turn. So, Joe Biden.info says, Uncle Joe for U.S. Senate. Joe Biden is back to take a hands-on approach to America's problems. <laughs> There's so many good little plays on words. Biden has a good feel for the American people and can smell what they really want deep down. Ooh, it makes me cringe. Joe is ready for for a fight and will give a good old-fashioned pounding to anybody who gets in his way. First of all, the only thing Joe Biden is pounding is literally nothing. Nothing. There's. I can't even think of any good thing. It, it, maybe his food before he chews it because of his dentures. He takes a hammer, he pounds it down into mush, and then he and then so it it, it can be chewable for him. That's the only thing. Um, this is incredible. So the first thing it leads off with. Obviously, you can't see this, but is we have six videos. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. That's a uh, so five videos in one picture, and it's just highlights, right? So it's creepy video of Joe sniffing little redhead girl's hair. He gives her, he sniffs, kiss on the cheek, 
sniff, and she is clearly uncomfortable. Then it's that crazy ramble about talking about at the pool in the summertime with the kid who thought his leg hairs were cool underneath the water. Then it's a nice little gif of girls, little girl standing in front of him, and he puts his hands on her jaw and starts stroking her face super creepily. The guy to his left, though, he looks barely alive. He looks full-blown weekend at Bernie's. He's, it's pretty crazy. And then, let's see. Oh, that's an older clip. Man, dad holding daughter who's like three. She's like in it. She's obviously shy. And he gets in there. He sniffs her. And then he gives her a little kiss on the cheek. He nuzzles her. And she is way uncomfortable. And then he looks back at the camera. Oh, my. What is he? Oh, it's so cringy. Super weird one, too. So he's at a diner. Um, biker on his left, biker on his right, and then biker babe on his lap, and he is leaning in. She looks to be enjoying this one, though. I will say this. She seems to be enjoying herself just as much as he's enjoying himself. All he needs is a little blue pill, and he, he's he got something peeping out of his pocket, poking her in the thigh, because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one. And then it's a clip from the Breakfast Club where he says, You ain't, you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Racist. You racist, you raging racist. Um, then, okay, so then it goes on and talks about the Tara Reid thing. If you don't know about Tara Reid, she alleges Joe Biden sexually assaulted her in 93. She was a staffer in the office of, of um, Senator Biden in 93. She claims that one day at work, Biden pinned her up against the wall, kissed her while reaching his hand under her skirt and penetrating her with his fingers. Um, if you look at the clips above, it's like, it's not outside of his wheelhouse. And then they have one, two, and three listed below. One, corroborated by her friends. A friend of Tara Reed said that Reed had confided in her about the alleged assault when it happened. Second friend, whom Reed met about a decade after the incident, says Reed also told her around 2000, 2000, 2007, 2008 about the alleged assault. So there's, there's something that they didn't have on Kavanaugh corroboration. Um, corroborated by her mother on August 11th. In 1993, a woman called into Larry King Live from San Luis Obispo, California, which you haven't heard this story. So the whole library, I forget where it's at, but there's a library of all Larry King Live's like 600 episodes or whatever it is. Well, if you go back and look for this episode, it has been removed, redacted, taken off the 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 website. They have every episode going back to like the 80s or whenever he started. And this one is gone. Hmm. Feels weird. But anyways, uh, asking she was asking for advice on a problem on, uh, her daughter was having as a staffer in the office of a prominent senator. Didn't name him. Tara Reed claims the woman calling is her mother. Seen in confirmed Reed's mother lived in San Luis Obispo. Three, corroborated by her ex-husband. In March, 20, March 25th, 1996, Tara Reed's then-husband filed a court declaration which stated that Tara Reed had told him in 93 that she was being sexually harassed while working in the office of Senator Joe Biden. He also wrote that it was obvious that this event had very traumatic effect on Reed and that she is still sensitive and affected by it today. So, there's three instances of corroboration. Seems like this story at least has some legs, right? Might should look into it. And they do have the clip from Larry King on here, too, so you can watch that. Uh, then we have a quote. No man has a right to lay a hand on a woman. Joe Biden, March 2019. So my guess is me is that you don't identify as a man when you do those things. Because that, I mean, that fits your party's, a lot of people in your party's uh, uh, ideals right there. That's how that could logically make sense. That or your, um, your lion dog face pony soldier, as you put it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then they cover his legislative accomplishments. He's against gay marriage, 
And this goes back to 96. Senator Joe Biden voted for the Defense of Marriage Act, which defined marriage as between a man and a woman. So law also prevented states from recognizing same-sex marriage. Interesting. For mass incarceration, and also another interesting thing, Obama's campaign ran on um, traditional marriage in 2008. Just a little fun fact if you didn't know that. He's for mass incarceration, and um, he authored and voted for the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 94, which initiated the three strikes and you're out policy, which has resulted in many people spending life sentences in jail for minor crimes. He nicknamed it, even nicknamed it, the Biden Bill. Ugh, not great. He talks about it and how it reduced crime, but apparently a lot of people don't like it. Here's one where I disagree. He's against abortion rights. Yeah, so am I, because there aren't abortion rights, because you don't have a right to take an innocent human life. Unless I'll read it, um, which clearly kind of highlights it's like, oh, but I don't know if this is going full bore. Like they're just highlighting the bad stuff he does according to his party. If this is according to his party. It makes sense. But if this is just a, a generic thing, then I guess I can see why it's on here. But personally, you, as you already know, if you listen to my podcast, I uh, very much disagree with this. Um, so in 1982, Senator Joe Biden initially voted for a constitutional amendment, which would have allowed states to overturn Roe v. Wade. Supreme Court decision, which legalized abortion. Okay, yeah, I don't know why I read that part. Look at me. He's rubbing off on me. I don't, I don't, why am I stopping? Um, I personally would agree with that amendment. Leave it up to the states. But that's neither here nor there. He's against school busing. This is a big one. So, another, two crazy aspects about this one. In the 1970s, Joe Biden, so a man is now running for president who was, uh, in the U.S. Congress in the 1970s and involved with this, it feels feels too long to me. Uh, the more I get into politics, the more I'm like, mm, term limits got need to happen on some level because this man has been in the public in the public work for like 47 years. You're not supposed to make your entire livelihood off doing this. It's supposed to be like a civil service. But anyways, in the 1970s, Joe Biden stated that I have become convinced that busing is a bankrupt bankrupt concept. He actively worked to oppose busing as a way to desegregate schools. Biden even wrote letters seeking the support of people who thought schools should be segregated by race. That's a big blemish. Brutal. Now people would say, oh, is it over time? And he's changed his mind over that. He's obviously, look at him. He was a VP for the first black president. It's like, yeah. But I also, my theory on Joe Biden is that he wanted to be a politician. And so this is checking the final box. He's been everything but president. And so this would check the final box on his bucket list. And then he can go die in peace because that's real. I feel like that's all he's hanging on to and all he's hanging on for. He was for the Iraq war. Uh, so at the time, he was a chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, voted for a resolution to authorize military involvement in Iraq. The Iraq war resulted in 4,000 deaths of U.S. military members and cost taxpayers $2.4 trillion. Yeah, we all, looking back now, realize Iraq war, a lot of mistakes around that time. He's for the death penalty and harsh drug sentences. So same comment I made on Kamala's for death penalty on a personal level, but um, I think this might be in the context of how he's contradicting his own party. So harsh to- harsher mandatory minimum sentences for drug use, civil asset forfeiture without a conviction, and imposing death penalty for drug-related murders. This is Joe Biden's legacy. He voted for both the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986 and its 1988 counterpart and claimed George H.W.'s Bush war on drugs was not tough enough, bold enough, or imaginative enough. Hmm. Interesting. And then we scroll down and you have some, we have a quote from 2007. 
Joe Biden. I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean and a nice looking guy. So what are you saying about, (laughs) what are you saying about black people in general? (sighs) That's a rub. That's one of those, like you were trying to say something nice, but then you just backhanded an entire population while like you shook one person's hand and then when you turn when you were done shaking his hand you turn to shake some more hands you just backhanded six people rough and then what do we have oh more videos as you continue to scroll videos and or pictures um so he has his hand on this little girl and he like awkwardly is like goes from her shoulder and he's leaning over talking to someone but like awkwardly goes over her shoulder to her chest and she's little like five um this one is weird. He very clearly sniffs an adult's hair um, while standing behind her. I hope that's his wife. That is brutal. And she, she makes a face about it while someone's talking on some podium. I think he was VP at the time. I don't know. But that one's... Ugh, I don't like that one. Another one uh, standing in front of uh, some small Asian girls. And he's very creepily face in her hair, hands on the side of her head. Um... And we have some Daily Show clips with Jon Stewart. So this is, one was 2014, one was 2015. And then it's the 2008 classic, Indian Accents and Donuts. Joe Biden let us know about his racial composition of 7-Elevens and Dunkin' Donuts staff in Delaware, where it basically said every clerk in a 7-Eleven is Apu from The Simpsons. Another thing The Simpsons cor- pr- uh, correctly predicted. Um, gosh. Yep. <clears throat> and then keep scrolling. And another quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Joe Biden, April 12, 2012. I'm talking about Obama. Uh, that one's kind of here or there. Like, he's, he could be talking like he's just a tough guy. If I, you know, and that could be me being naive, but if you want to read into it, then woof. And then, and then it's shop now at the shop. So we'll talk about some of these, some of these, uh, <laughs> Some of this gear. Um, So we got Hayden from Biden. And Joe's face is uh, in the D of Hayden. Uh, You got Joe Biden. And then in big letters and then tiny cursive it says, touched me. (laughs) This one might be one of my favorites. It says, quid pro Joe. Um, Talking about his relations with Russia and China and stuff. And regarding his son getting on um, uh, all sorts of crazy career opportunities that he was not fit for. We talked about the Biden-Harris stuff. It says, no means Joe. <laughs> um, touchy Uncle Joe for U.S. Senate. Ooh. And then I'll stand with Uncle Joe. And then it has hands creepily groping over the chest area. They're kind of, um, the fingers kind of uh, go on the U and the E of Uncle. Oh, it's that one's brutal. And then at the bottom it says, warning, this is satire. This is not his website. Um, but they did, they post all their sources and they have, uh, like it's very well done. Very well done. They have masks that say no, that say these things. One says, I'm only wearing this in case Biden tries to sniff me. Ooh, (laughs) what are these tank tops? It's probably the same thing as the shirts. Um, they just have fun colors. They have hoodies. Wow. What is this? They have a contact. 
So you can email the site creator. That's fun. Well, that is the two debunking websites for Joe and Kamala, which when really when you when you see it, it's funny because all these, you know, of course, media stories coming out on the left saying, oh, you know, what a great pick. What a great pick. She's moderate. She's great. Um, nothing about this gal seems moderate except for um, the maybe the level of seriousness that she takes um, having being being ethical or respecting um the powers allotted to an office and not trying to get past them <laughs> or beyond them. Um, that's maybe the only thing moderate about her. Or maybe her chuckle when she laughs about incarcerating parents or something like that. <clears throat> um, or um, blatantly subverting the Constitution. I don't know. I don't know. But <clears throat> to me, I, I recently had this thought where I was like, I was trying to, like, what does this pair, this matchup look like? To me, it's like when you swipe, it's like if you swipe left on someone on Tinder, meaning you swipe them, you said no to them. You were like, no, I don't like this profile. Uh, For those of you who are Tinder illiterate, it's like swiping left on Tinder and then matching with that person. That's what this is like for Joe. Everything in the primaries said that they were at odds and she came at him extremely hard. I mean, trying to rip this man to shreds was very, uh, turns out was very unpopular. And then... And then now she's his running mate, because I, I think I think we all know it's the plan is get through because Joe's electable, and because a corpse is how you beat Trump, which is hilarious. But you get him in, he's there for a couple months so he can say he was president, and then he's mentally unfit. Get him out, and look, voila, first woman president, first. Um, I hate to start first person of color first and then first person of uh, woman who woman of color, which is hilarious at that, that. This is another podcast, but it's still so funny to me that the acceptable term now is people of color, person of color, woman of color, um, even though which is it's a repurposing an old racist term, which was colored woman, colored people, um, color, per, colored person. Yeah, very derogatory, very bad, right? And remember in like the 2000s, like you couldn't even go that direction, but then now it's been flipped on its head where it's like, oh no, this is what we, this is, this is the acceptable, is a person of color. Isn't that, that, that's just like, you literally just, you kept, you kept person in the same position and then you just flipped where color was, you dropped the ED and it's like colored person or person of color feels feels real similar to me um that's a different podcast for different gay gay oh boy different day um but i really i really don't like that term i don't like using that term because it's it's offensive i see it as very offensive and it's it's funny to me though that like certain things like that seem to be cyclic on a on a macro level like fashion is like i saw true bell bottoms the other day in the store and they're apparently sort of sort of back in style and it's like wasn't that like the 60s or the 70s yeah it was like 40 years ago and and they always told me i was little oh fashion cycles back around fashion cycles back around and i was like yeah yeah okay i didn't really pay much mind to it was like no this is cool now for the first time and then i realized that by the time i'm 60 i will see have probably seen the same four or five fashion trends just take turns being in being in that at that period of time for maybe a year or so um over the course of my lifetime and it actually won't be that original or it will be slight changes in fashion so yeah that one but that that's kind of what that feels like to me so 
if you want to actually, I mean, you can actually, you'll actually learn some information. Like these, have, these, they do have good information, verified information with sources posted and everything, so you can follow them for yourself. Go check out JoeBiden.info, Kamala Harris.info. Hers isn't as good as Joe. Joe has so much stuff on him, and uh, I think, I think, like everyone else in the conservative camp on the right thinks uh Kamala was a terrible pick she's um I think she just in the last 12 hours the amount of stuff that's come out on her is so concerning like so you had Joe who was just chilling in his basement not saying much yeah he'd gaff but the media would largely ignore it but he just wasn't doing anything making any sort of waves and then he brings her in who's kind of like a wrecking ball and has a lot of bad history at least working against her and we're like, yeah, this will work. Um, I, it just feels like the perfect wrong choice. Like, you got it just wrong on this one. But we'll see how it plays out. I'd love to know what your um, thoughts are on this pick. Or if you go and visit these websites or visited this website, we'd love to know your feedback. Um, if I would totally buy one of these shirts if I was really into buying shirts. I'm not into buying shirts anymore because you know why? Everyone makes a shirt. And there's so much that I love, and I would be like, yeah, I want to have all these shirts. But then, guess what? Then I end up with 10,000 shirts, and I and, and I probably will only wear the same, like, 12 shirts. And I just have too many. So I want other stuff. Really, what I want, as a person with long hair, I want a headband. I want a headband. I'm, I'm super into headbands. You can never have too many. You know, I have, I have fit, if I had 50 headbands, that would be plenty because you can have all sorts of different colors, match different outfits, um, and be awesome. And so I really wish people would make more headbands. Maybe it's not as cost effective to make a little headband and then try and put like text on it and stuff. And it's not as loud of a statement, probably not as popular, but that's just me. I'm like, come on, make some more headbands. Um, Hashtag make some more headbands. Maybe maybe when I start my own company, that's what I'll do. I will I will make headbands. And in situations where people make these shirts like this, I will make headbands. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's good enough for today. We had half half an hour, really. It felt like it was moving fast. Well, let me know all, any and all your thoughts on this. Um, how much have you laughed? Have you enjoyed the jokes? Do you have any good jokes? Um, one joke that I did see on Twitter, and you should definitely test this out, was start with here's the deal. And then only use the predictive text from there. So you know that where it tries to predict your next word. So right here's the deal in your text message or tweet or something. And then just see what your predictions come up. And for me, I just hit the one in the middle. And I hit the one in the middle. I don't know. I just kept going. And base, And so the joke is, write Joe Biden's next speech. Start with here's the deal. And then just hit your predictive text. And it was amazing. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. So it's there's there's several of these threads on Twitter. Incredible. And it actually came out really funny, and I could definitely see it being a uh, a Joe Biden thing. So, <laughs> oh, let me find it. Here we go. Here we go. Also, you know, I I corrected. So, like, news was like, how Biden selected Kamala Harris as his running mate. And I corrected him said, Biden's campaign. He didn't select squat. He not doing squat. So, here, oh, oh, did I just retweet? I guess I tweeted at, the, oh, here we go. So I kept mine relatively short, but some people got theirs really long, uh, or got theirs really, like, they went pretty deep. I kept mine pretty short, but here's the deal. If we have any problems, we have a good deal, we will have to be done at all. I should have kept going, but I'll just read some of the top ones. Here's the deal. If we have someone to bring it back, and I can swing it over the house, and then I'll send it out tomorrow morning. Thank goodness for the weekend, and thank you for the invite, and thank you for the message. I want to love it, and I love you so much. I hope you feel. 
here's the deal I was thinking about when you were thinking about how to make your own and how to get a new one or something that can be a little more complicated than I would be. So if it is the same as I am, I would be a little late on this, but it is my understanding of how is is. <laughs> and that's all right. I'll let you explore it. I got this one from a Twitter account called the Clinton body shop. Pretty funny, but, <laughs> um, uh, so that's, that's a little, if you want to have a good laugh, do that exercise. That's pretty funny. So let me know your thoughts. The Viking at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and we will see how this craziness unfolds. I will say last night I went so deep on Twitter and I, I haven't laughed and enjoyed Twitter that much in a long, long time. So it was good. And maybe I'm just more relaxed about this, but I don't know. The jokes were a plenty and it was awesome. So, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Please share this. If you can figure out, I had a buddy who couldn't figure it out, but if you can figure out how to like rate, whatever, subscribe, please then go ahead. So, uh, thanks for listening and hope you guys have a great rest of the day, rest of the week, you know, all that good stuff. And we'll be back with some more NBA related content and probably some more in-depth political content, um, in future episodes. See ya.